Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast. I'll be Jake. And me, Rick. Hot stuff. I'm hot stuff. Nice. Yeah. We're getting ready for uh getting ready for Halloween. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's Halloween time already. It's October. Yes. I uh continue to not have a spooky version of my name that what? I can that I can use. Uh, I, I came up with one this morning. For you? I did. Nice. What is it? Uh on Twitter. Or in KOL. I'll look it up. On Twitter, on Twitter, I, I came up with I did not come up with one for uh, you for, guys for are hot fading stuff. in and out for really badly. I can spooky stuff. Yeah, spooky stuff is pretty. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a real thing, Riff. Uh, well, I I couldn't hear Kevin say that he was talking at all. Like I I I did not hear and me Kevin. I didn't say and me Kevin. Oh, you just skipped it. No, I just whispered. He whispered. Some shit. Oh, it was spooky. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I see. I was being all creepy. Yeah. Uh, sorry that item of the month is so late, everybody. It's bullshit. This yeah. is all bullshit and terrible. And I don't know why I um, I don't know why I decided to do this. I it's, knew there wasn't time. Like I was talking to you and I said, I don't think there's time to right. do a charter for October. And then I was like, hey, I know. Let's do a charter for October. It's just it makes so much more sense because it's the spooky one. Yeah, it is. It and does. Doing that in November would have been weirder so i think it's better that it's a two or three days late i mean having it come out on halloween wouldn't have been that weird but i guess people are so fed up with spooky stuff i mean i don't understand people like that i am never fed up with spooky stuff all right. i want is spooky 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 all the time yeah you would like it if uh halloween preparation started on november 1st yeah for the following halloween yeah yeah, yeah. no i would i would although there needs to be some christmas time in there they're, they're gonna have still a week. Christmas have a during week. Halloween prep. You can have a week of Christmas. Okay, I guess that's true. Yeah, you have like a like a break. It's like you know the comic relief in between the acts of a of a scary movie. Mm-hmm. Like that thing. <laughs> bat thing. Like that thing. That isn't a thing they do in scary movies. I guess maybe there's comic relief in scary. Maybe, there's some comic relief in scary movie. Yeah. Uh, have you guys been watching any scary movies? No. I I just uh requested one on my uh my Netflix queue. What is it? Uh, it's Devil by uh, M Night Shyamalan. Oh, is that the one about the devil in the elevator? I dude, I don't know. I think those people are trapped in an elevator. I think the original okay. title of that movie was Elevator. I see. I uh, I'm now hearing about one in every three words you guys are saying. Well, uh we could try reconnecting this Skype call. Yeah. And throwing out this whole intro. <laughs> no, I don't think that's necessary. All right. Uh, let me try Let me try reconnecting with you, Riff. I think that it's probably actually fine. I think that Riff is just crazy. Well, if he can't hear us, then he can't participate in the conversation. It's the I know. The audio is fine on both I think ends. he can hear us. Oh. I think he's just crazy. That's weird. Hello, Riff. Can Hello. you hear us now? Uh, hey, buddy. Kind of quiet. I guess we can see how it goes. Um, I mean, it's possible to Wait, turn so the volume down. So are you saying that down? the volume keeps, like, we're quiet, not that the connection is being lost or that the signal is going away completely? Yeah, I mean, I could try turning the volume knob the other way. I just assumed that it would be righty. It's like but it's, it would be it's, righty it's loudy. wavering, where it, it'll be like, I'll hear, like, one word, fine, and then the next word will be pretty quiet, and then I won't hear anything for a little bit, and then it'll come back in the middle of a sentence. Huh. Huh. Are you sure that you're not just rapidly oscillating the volume control on your telephone? <laughs> I'm just sitting here twiddling the knob. <laughs> Is it still doing it now? This can't do anything wrong. Um, well, know. he's talking, keep, keep so talking how, how does he know? And we'll see. Yeah, like, because we're a, talking. A, B, C, T. E F G H I J. All right, did you hear all that? Uh, I guess. <laughs> you guys want to answer some questions about the Kingdom of Loathing video game? Sure. Gurai says regarding nine twenty five shows mention of random items of the month. How about an item of the month that imitates past ones at random? I guess it'd have to be limited to equipment only, and should probably have a re-roll function, maybe limited to once per level, but could be a cool idea and give newer players an impression of something to save towards. Thanks for the awesome game and banter. You know, the gear would be the only thing that people would not be excited about getting as old items of the month. Like if if you want an old piece of item of the month gear, you could just buy one because it probably costs like forty meat. In the mall. Because those <laughs> things are terrible. 
Kuerty says, so I just checked to see if there was a slash display command that was basically right-click display item, and there isn't, but I feel like there should be. And if you did that, it'd be cool to add a slash undisplay command that lets you take end items out of the case. Um, I think the... I had forgotten that there was a right-click menu option to do that. I don't think that it would be a big deal to make a chat command that just did that. It just dump into <clears throat> the... Like whatever the default shelf, shelf is. is. Yeah, that's the... Huh. Yeah. The I mean, display case is weird because of that. Like, putting something in the closet, it's always <clears throat> just putting it in the closet. Putting it in a display case, not necessarily. Um, Br- Bryce Cube says, are you planning on making more clan dungeons? Yes. We're always planning on making more clan dungeons. Uh, there isn't one being worked on now, which is a shame. Should have should have tried to stick with one of those a year. That's, I mean, that's a tall order on top of everything else. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make a clan dungeon this year. No, I'm not. Wow. I'm probably definitely not going <laughs> to do that. Um, man, we just got so much of the so much of our time has been taken up over the last few months by this contract gig that it is, as we said, taking away from our ability to properly <laughs> focus on KOL. Yep. That's why we don't want to keep doing it. Um, also because it kind of sucks. Oh, come it on. doesn't suck. It's fine. It's it's neat to actually have a budget and make a thing that no one will ever get to see. That might not even be true. Yeah, Who knows? It's, it's entirely possible that people will actually get to see it. Actually, one way or another, it is a virtual certainty that if nothing else, like three or four years from now, probably we could just say, hey, here it is. Uh, maybe, but nothing, it won't run on anything because everything will be, uh... That's true, we'll all be holographic space lizard computers. <laughs> right. We will all space be that. Lizard? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying we will all have been downloaded into the computer banks of space lizards. Oh, oh, no, okay. That yeah, so we good. won't be able to run any software. Well, everything we'll you'll have to get... We'll be able to run lizard software. We'll be too busy trying to come up with, like, eating a hamburger emulators to mess with, like, a Game Boy emulator. Oh, this is a Game Boy game that we've developed. (laughs) (laughs) The eating hamburgers game? Well, I'll just take that one with me. (laughs) I'll share it. (laughs) Yanka Texi says, hey there, like the Twitch stuff as always. One missed joke opportunity, the gear at the Apocalypse. That's not even a thing you can say. It's just not a very good joke. Uh, Should have made an outfit called Malware because that's the post, Mal, and because Malware would cause the Apple-pocalypse. I didn't want to make an outfit out of it. It can just be all the stuff that Mal in in Farscape, not Farscape, what show was that? Firefly. (laughs) Firefly wears. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So a brown duster coat. Van Dyer says, love the game, love you guys. Do you ever think, uh, do you guys ever thing to branch out into porn? I don't have anything to branch out into porn. That's my terrible secret. So, like, are we talking, like, tree porn here? With all the naked branches? A lot of, a lot of crotches. On showing, showing some sexy Oh, root. is that because he said branch yeah. out? Yes. Oh, I guess a root is like the Victorian lady's ankle yep. of a tree. C. Bryant says, has anyone really been far even as decided to use even go want to do look more like? I looked this up. Turns out it's just some 4chan meme. So, oh, thanks. This is like the 10th time somebody has submitted it as a radio question. Um, the Amazing Mr. Toothpaste says, the whole booze situation in the KOLHS path seems to have given a lot of people a bad impression of the path. But once you get past that, it's really great. I know it's probably long since forgotten, but is there any chance you could please explain or look up some of the confusing mechanics behind booze drops you get during a KOL high school run? I think a peek behind the curtains might help convince people to give the path another chance, and that would be awesome for everybody. Thanks a bunch. Uh, there is a single swig of vodka, a bottle of fruity wine, and the elusive can of the cheapest beer. And all those seem to drop seeming or all those drop seemingly at random from monsters, depending on your character level. Everything beyond that is a great mystery. So I looked. I looked this up it so if people were honestly like put off of that path by that booze mechanic then that sucks because that was there because i felt that just nothing was too mean like i didn't want there to be no booze at all scully had proposed something that was technically infeasible and so I, I put in this mechanic. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. It, like you could only, it was, it was basically he was like you can only drink things that are X, and X was not a thing that was we, knowable was div- about divine. them. And so it, like I don't, huh. I don't remember, but I just did this instead. But <clears throat> I looked at it, and part of why it was confusing, I think, was because of a thing that had to be uh, 
a thing that had to be done to it because of a potential exploit. It, we were basically trying to mechanically express the frustrating experience of not being able to get booze because you're in high school. Right. And the way that it worked was every monster had a 30% minus your drunkenness chance or this is problematic. It might have been like minus your drunkenness times three chance. I forget what the liver size was in that path, but I think it was I think it was pretty small. Every monster had a chance. Actually, that probably makes sense because then that would limit you to like three, maybe four a day. Uh, so it started out, you just had a 30% chance of getting whatever level appropriate, which you understand that, right? The reason that the can of the cheapest beer is elusive is because people don't, people who know what they're doing don't spend a lot of turns below level four. Um, so... 30% chance of, of the thing dropping, but then no more would drop until you drank that one was the thing, uh. right? Because when I, when I put the mechanic out there to begin with, people were like, okay, well, so now there's this hidden incentive to not drink any booze so that you get, they just drop and drop and drop and drop and drop like crazy because your drunkenness never goes up. So it just sets a daily flag. Doesn't really matter that it's a daily flag, right? Because right. It, it would get reset anyway um when your drunkenness got set to zero but yeah so that was the problem right like the first one was pretty common and then you drank that one and i guess maybe the way that that math worked out maybe this just never got tested if they weren't one drunkenness then maybe they didn't work through it like it could have been they got rebalanced later to be more than one drunkenness and then that made it so even drinking one reduced your chance of the next one dropping to zero <coughs> I don't think that's true, but it's possible, I guess. Yeah, I don't either. Anyway, I had to look it up, and it was interesting. It was neat uh, using the tools that I have now to reconstruct it. Because um, almost nothing... I was able to use my little grepper for almost everything. I, uh, <laughs> hardly anything was actually in the PHP code on the server. Um, the you only thing was... You have uh, a grepper now? Yeah, I just wrote a... I wrote a script that we can type in text and then it finds it in any of the places where any script lives in any of the tables. Huh. Um, so it's like running grab so much of the on game a bunch of arbitrary fields. Happens not in a script, but in the database. Yep. Uh, Stumps McGee says, Is there any chance you could add Crown of Thrones functionality to the Hollow Companion? If you're looking for abilities, then he suggests something. Um... Yeah, those what? are things where... We should write a report for... Yeah, I really need... I re what I need to do is I need to put a thing on main that yells at us when hats don't have hat rack behavior. Like, right. there is a query in the in the item spindler that Scully can use to find hats and pants that need that behavior, oh, okay. but there's nothing telling him to go do it, so it just gets overlooked. Um, like, there's a bunch of the stuff from the Planet XI uh, Eudora that doesn't have those behaviors. Right. I just, I, I get so much more work done if I just skip that than if I sit there agonizing over how to do it. Like also the hat rack I can write, but I cannot write the pants guy at all. I always have to turn that over to somebody else. Like I just cannot get into that character's that voice. voice. Yeah. And I don't like, and so I always just end up like stuck or, Maybe this just shouldn't be pants, which is fucking terrible. <laughs> that is the worst impulse. Um, and yeah, same thing with the Crown of Thrones. Like, it's just one. Ah, God damn it. This is one more thing we got to do. And I don't really remember what the rubric is for which things do what. And so then it's like, I got to remember what other familiar. That's all, that's all in Scully's head. Yeah. Um, Lightly says, whatever happened to the squeezable items of the month, like Spooky Putty and the Loading Legion knife? Will they ever come back? Well, we sort of did a squeezable that was physical with the Legion knife, and yep. then we did one that was every element with rain dough, yep. and then that was yeah, it. We're out of elements. We're out of elements. Out of our um, element. But didn't we do something that was the equivalent of the foldable? Uh, and we said, this is just the new foldable. <laughs> I don't um, remember. I don't either. Hmm. Because Rando was different and not that big of a deal. You got everything. You got all of them, but then you couldn't different. trade it until you like recombined them all into. Man, that seems dangerous. I'm really surprised that we did that. 
I mean, I'm not because it's it's fine, right? It's a very easy thing to describe, but. You know, I think we faked it anyway. I think you got like an empty can or something and then using that just destroyed all of the copies of the items that you had rather than. So if you lost one, you weren't like uh, screwed. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, King Bobson says, whenever the item of the month is late, I get sad. This is because I know it'll be released in the middle of the day at some point, making it really hard for me to ready to be ready to start spading things immediately. Could it be that uh, could it be a thing that all big content updates only happen at rollover? Because that'd be rad. Well, I mean, I appreciate your I I understand why you want that, but I don't know that making you happy is a sufficient reason to make everybody else wait. Right. I get it. I mean, I don't like doing it. I don't I mean, I don't care about putting a new item in Mr. Store in the middle of the day. I don't like taking old items out of Mr. Store in the middle of the day. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it sucks because if we don't get it done tomorrow, if we don't get it ready for rollover tomorrow, I'm going to have to do it in the middle of the day because releasing it on Friday night just seems like like Stupid capitalist plan. suicide. Yeah. Um, Yojimbo's Law says, just a couple things that have been on my mind recently. Why so few familiars of the month? I love the grill and all, but it'd be kind of boring if the optimal strategy in 2015 involved using it for the literal majority of your turns. Uh, also, what's the most minor exploit that you can remember asterisking a run for? I don't know. I mean, you're asking because there's something that there's some run that people are asking us to asterisk now because of some heavy rains exploit. I don't know what the exploit is. I don't know if it's been fixed or not. And I'm too busy to care about some three-turn savings thing. It's probably sufficient. If it was a bug that was knowingly exploited, then that's fine. Um, the Smith's Tome. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Smith's Tome was our foldable for this time around. <laughs> it was pretty good. It's probably better than all the other foldables. Um, familiars of the month. I don't know. We, we had this impression for a while that people were experiencing some familiar fatigue. Yeah, I feel like we've been trying to do three a year, but I guess... I mean, three a year true? is way less than we used to do, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. So... this So this year we have done The Grill. Is that it? Yep. Wow, we're in September and we've only had one. It's October, it's I October. Mean. Yeah. Okay, well, let's do two familiars. <laughs> Last year we did The Adventurer Clone. The... Uh, cheerleader and the reanimator i think it's possible that those were all just complicated pains in the ass and that's why we felt like people didn't really like familiars anymore we did the small medium the moping artistic goth kid and the unanimated gnome and was the were the nanobots was that also familiar was that the rhino uh maybe that might have been the rhino yeah, that's the rhino. That's a nano rhino. So there were four. Four. Yeah. Nano. Well, all right. So let's do a familiar for November. Okay. I've got an idea. Nano rhino. Yeah. <laughs> that was a November. That was November. Yeah. Right. Because it was nano rhino. Yeah. It's a pretty funny idea. I bet some people got it. I bet some people got the joke. Well, now that we've explained it. <laughs> Watchless dead guy says in regards to trendy restrictions for challenge paths, how will items from the time twitching tower be categorized? That is a good question. They're currently unexpiring. Yeah. Because you can always, you're like, every month we bring them back. I think if we stop. If we decide that we've stopped doing the Twitch events, I'll just set then we the will set day. it to whenever the last one was. Yep. That is my current plan. Like all of those, because I mean, I can just do that in a single query, right? Because uh, uh, yeah, they're all tagged. Yeah. I mean, we probably have forgotten some, but. Yeah. I mean, so we know we have firm plans for at least two more Twitch events. I mean. We'll probably the, keep doing it. This the the thing is like I feel like people aren't nearly as excited about an ongoing thing as they are about a new thing, and that's aggravating because we this, like doing ongoing things. Well, this we is like also to, a new th this each time should be a new thing because it's like new cool content. Yeah, like we could probably make a new podcast and make it more popular than video games hot dog, but we we like continuing to do video games hot dog. Yeah, I think so. I think people would be more excited about a new thing if we just we could just get some attention, right? You get some press if you make a new thing. You get press about stuff that hasn't happened yet. I know. You that's, only get press about stuff that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I feel like that's because once stuff has happened, nobody cares. Exactly. That's why everybody everybody was excited about the Kickstarter for the comic book, and then five percent as many people bought 
issue two. Right. Like, it's nuts. People are crazy. And the way to exploit the fact that people are crazy to make money is to just constantly come out with new things all the time and say, this is a new thing. <laughs> Whatever happened to craftsmanship? We said, fuck it. Doesn't pay. <laughs> That's what happened to it. Obviously, we should have done six issue ones. Yeah, we should have. We should have done just six, six first issues of six new Kingdom of Loathing comic books. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird because, it, you know, we have always operated in such a weird orthogonal space to the way that most of the things that we pay attention to operate. And this is just one of those things. Like, it's like, all right, we're going to do these Twitch events. And like, that was partially like that partially came out of a conversation about how to like publicize KOL and it worked and a bunch of people got really excited about it, but like press doesn't give a shit. And yep. th the fact that they didn't give a shit about the first one means they are never going to give a shit about anything ever. That's not necessarily true, but it is like, we have now done what five or six of them. And yeah, that's that's the sound that we've made. Yep. That weird that weird squeaky fart sound. Yep. Watchless Dead Guy says, Oh no, that was the one that I already read. Booze, Bert says, Is it possible to change the way the inventory works? <laughs> Bull gosh. For instance, I'd like to be able to change my equipment without the whole thing refreshing in between, which is especially annoying for accessories. Is a drag and drop thing feasible here? Mm. So sort of. Here's the way that this is this is probably just never going to happen, but the way I would I would be happy with an inventory that works the way the new skills screen works. Wow. But I think that would drive most people fucking crazy. Yep. But I think that it would your inventory would take up so much less space. That's <laughs> true. But you're like, you're still going to have way too many objects to actually understand what the fuck is going on so basically if it's just icons right <laughs> um yeah yeah I, I mean that's yeah so drag and drop is weird because where are you dragging it to right there's only really one Your place and also the, the inventory screen is really tall yeah okay i guess dragging it i mean i'm sure that we could put in code that would effectively be like if you dragged a piece of equipment off to the left of the main pane, it would act like you had tried to equip it, right? But And if you drag it off to the right, it destroys yeah. it. Yeah, I assume that you meant to <laughs> type slash pulverize into chat <laughs> yep. and then automatically click the yes button. Um, it I, The thing is, who like, who would use that, right? Like, the just click the link to equip it, right? Like, there's not, there's only so far we can go... Having like I understand, I feel like I understand the refreshing argument because like if you're scrolling down, you're like, okay, I found this thing and I want to equip these three accessories. Clicking one, then you have to like scroll down again. Yeah, no, I mean accessories are obnoxious, but that is a feature of there being three slots that the same kind of item can go into. Yeah, rather than I mean because if you want them in different slots, like you, you know, we could we could toggle an option to make the part of that screen that shows what is currently equipped anchored to the top. Right. So that when That's you true. scrolled in inventory, it kept that part underneath. I mean, we could probably just anchor the entire top all the time. Like there could be an option to anchor the top bit of inventory. So the part where you're selecting which inventory segment to go to or whatever could just be anchored at the top. That I think would help to some extent. Like, there is only so far we can go and maintain backward compatibility with our own shit, though, right. is the problem. Like, it, the, the, all of this stuff is really old, and if I was making a new thing, it would have a better interface from the outset so that there would be no older interface to complain was better, even though it's fucking not. <laughs> like, ugh, man. Anyway, uh, maybe a hover over tool. He's like, also, it'd be great to be able to know what a certain item does without having to click on it. Maybe a hover over tooltip that gives the description that. So we're going to do that with skills. And I guarantee that everybody who bothers to say anything about it is going to say that they fucking hate it, even though it's like specifically what you're asking for here. Um, that does that not run the danger of like. Items, it's not possible. There are too many with skills, even even if we ran if, because the way that the tooltips work, the way that they need to work is they can't generate separate web requests for everyone that you mouse over because that's crazy, 
right? So it just loads them all. It just loads all of the tooltips of all of the skills. That's fine because you don't have that many skills. And even with every skill in the game, you don't have that many skills. Items, we can't. You realize that every image that you display is a a separate web quest. Yeah, the first time. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. So it's a smaller request, right? It doesn't. It doesn't require the PHP. It's it's also a request to a different server, right? That's it's a request true. to a different server that uses a, a different streamlined server software for serving images as opposed to having to spin up a PHP instance every time. Even though that's not really how that works, it still it would be a it would be a dumb performance hit for no good reason. Okay. Right? We d- we can't Eh, you know, that isn't how the skills one works, right? It generates them all ahead of time. It would also make inventory page loads 2000 times the size that's what i was that that's are. what i was gonna right, say like, it's yeah, like that, it seems like if you had to preload everything it would be just yeah. nuts. And preloading everything with skills is fine because you don't actually go to that page that often the problem is we're making uh a game that is more and more like a downloaded single player experience but that it runs in a browser and people don't aren't differentiating the two right like Having a client that you've downloaded means that you can have all this stuff resident locally in memory. Like it just, it'll just work. Whereas with a browser, like we have to keep loading everything into your browser. Everybody just wants everything. They want it to run on their like Apple watches and they want it to run on their TVs and they want to run, they want it to run on their computers, but in 15 different ways, which is, we can't do it all. Yep. That's true. Yeah, so I mean, I feel you. The inventory is rough because there are so many things in it and because it is a goofy web interface. They want it to run on their PlayStation 3 browsers. Lady J says, I wonder if the time has come for clan leaders to be able to see the karma value of items in the clan stash. I do like being karma exempt. I would like to know the values so that I can understand my clannies' needs better. I know I've asked this before, but since you never said flat out no, I still have hope. Huh. Just just uh, don't make yourself a leader i'm surprised that that's not visible in there i think yeah i think it's just when you are cl- when your karma, karma exempt it just assumes that you don't care <clears throat> i guess i could turn that off for leaders you could put it in uh spooky go- ghostly Man. gray the for clan everybody. stash the clan stash is one of the last holdouts on the just drop down with every item in it interface and that seems like it's fucking terrible every item in the stash and and or your inventory right yeah Yep. Uh, Felgod says, any chance we could get a hint as to what Existential Torment does? Riff? Uh, no. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I could if you guys think I ought to, but... Sandwich Do says, hey guys, any interesting tidbits regarding the October item of the month? I think it was hinted to be the Elemental Plane of Stench passport on the the last podcast. Yep, that's what that's what Halloween time is all about. Stench. (laughs) (laughs) Smells like Halloween! Oh man, you know what I'm giving trick or treaters this year? No, farts. Farts. Yeah, we're not going to have any <laughs> trick or treaters this year. In uh, part because I'm not going to be in this state. Oh, where are you going to be? I'm going to be in Salem, Massachusetts. Oh right, burning witches, burning witches, and digging ditches, and slamming in the back of your Dragula. I read a I read a Reddit AMA by Rob Zombie today. Yeah, somebody was complaining about the short answers that he was delivering, and he was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I figured you would like short answers." And then it responded to the next question with the entire text of the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> <laughs> that guy seems great. <laughs> Adam Arco says, uh, I know you guys like to keep the game at around a PG-13 rating. Why don't you do the same for the podcast? I'm not trying to suggest you should. I'm just wondering why. Well, because the stuff that we wrote in the game 10 years ago is still there. And stuff that, like, podcasts... If somebody starts immediately after we say them. If somebody starts... Listen to me. If somebody starts playing KOL today... Yes. They are going to see stuff that we wrote 10 years ago. Okay. Right? But, why, starts, but why does that necessarily... If somebody starts listening... Go ahead. Why does what? Just go ahead. What? Keep go, explain your reasoning, and I'm not. If somebody starts listening to the podcast today, they are probably not going to go back to ten year old podcasts. Okay. And, and listen to them. So, just fundamentally, this is an episodic, timely thing, whereas the game is not okay. necessarily right because everything that we put in there stays in there for a really long time. Also, these podcasts 
we can put an explicit tag on them and sure it's very easy to not write the word fuck it is very difficult to not say the word fuck right for me right and i don't want to have to like oh mark this so that i can go in and edit out or beep over all of the the things like we don't write the game in our own Children should not be listening to podcasts. Voices is basically what we're well, saying. Children, children's parents can decide whether or not they want to let them listen to podcasts that are tagged as explicit. Sure, right? And I mean, it's just it. This well, I guess, is, is what I guess the question that I would have is why did you decide to um, make KOL PG or whatever PG thirteen? I just think it's better when things are like that. Like it so when things are when written stuff because like then why wouldn't you also then be like well guys let's just make an effort to not say bad words on the podcast or something well because that's not what a podcast is in my mind right okay. like I, like if we could deliver the same information without uh, dropping the f bomb all the time do you think that would be better no. No, not necessarily. I mean, it, like, I don't want to have to, I don't want to have to think about it and, and filter my, like, th- so we, we went through this when we were getting sort of criticism about homophobic language, right? Which, you know, made sense, didn't make sense, whatever. It was worth stopping. But I don't think of these and I don't want to think of these as a finished product that's, that we're putting together. It would be paralyzing. It would be paralyzing. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the thing that we do that we sell to people is a finished product. It is a product, right? It's not a finished. Like it's, it is like more of a service than it is a good, but it is a thing that is carved into thicker material than these MP3s are, you know? And, I don't think that everything should have that level, but everything that is like everything that looks like it's for little kids, maybe. Right. And doesn't specifically say like kids go away, which we don't. Right. And uh, yeah, I, I think that KOL has aged better than like forum wars because hmm. because we never like we've made an effort to not just be like crass right like i'm not saying that those guys look back on that stuff and they're like embarrassed by it but they might be and we tend not to be because if we think that something is too close to the edge of acceptability then we don't do it right it's it's also like a more interesting challenge to figure out how to be funny without being gross I guess. And I mean, I'm sure that by a lot of standards, our stuff is really crass and gross. I don't know. What do you think, Riff? Oh, good. Riff? Huh. Hey. Yeah. Sorry, were you talking to me? All I heard was, what do you think? And I didn't know who you were asking. Oh, I said, what do you think, Riff? Oh. I I mean, I pretty much agree with what you're saying. If... The when when I write stuff for Kingdom of Loathing, I I sit there and review it over and over, and I have plenty of opportunity to edit my wording. Whereas this is far more extemporaneous, and once I say something, it's 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 left my hands, you know. Yeah, you're also not as vulgar a person as I. I neither of you guys are as foul mouthed as I am. I, I will definitely use expletives from time to time. Um. Uh, I think you mean a cuss. You'll say a cuss yeah. every once in a while. <laughs> and then Riff will say, Mom, Kevin said a cuss. <laughs> it's adorable. I have to phone my mom. <laughs> yeah. Mom, Kevin said a fucking cuss. <laughs> Told that cocksucker to stop it. <laughs> oh, man. Kelha says, I've been to ask for a while. Is there any reason you haven't put a Yoda-esque familiar out? Especially with the Buddy Bjorn, either a volleyball or sombrero type augmented by the Bjorn. I think it'd be protected under satire laws, but then again, maybe you respect the IP too much to do that. Uh. <laughs> I've had my eye out for years for something like that, but it's curiosity that brings this question to the fore. I guess it could be like a Thanksgiving Yoda. <laughs> that's just, that's All right, guys. The next item of the month is writing itself. I mean, our customers are writing it for us. All right, it's a Thanksgiving Yoda. 
Okay, Captain Spam says, Man, it sure would be nice if there was a logout button somewhere on the mobile interface where we could find it. That would be so awesome. This seems... The way that this sentence is worded makes me think that you're trying to hurt my feelings, <laughs> Captain Spam. Like, because the the problem with that not having that is if you then are done with your if you're like you have gotten to your location on the bus or whatever, and then you want to like log in, you can't for ten minutes. Is that the problem? No. If you don't log out, there's like a timer, right? I don't think so. Did we get rid of that? There was a there was a time when that was a thing, but wasn't it? It wasn't. That was never how that worked. It was within ten minutes of logging in, not being logged on okay i think i don't know unless that's still terrible a lot of those things can go away now completely because of the way the proxy works like there there may well be restrictions on stuff like that that are just annoying now and aren't actually accomplishing anything um since we're not like in a way that is exposed to the user letting people exist on multiple servers at a time right uh yeah so that's worth looking into so I never use the logout button, and I feel like the overwhelming majority of people who play don't use the logout button. I don't know if the numbers actually back that up. I was going to say, I feel like I get a lot of so-and-so logged out notifications, and I think that anytime somebody... Because all of those restrictions didn't exist on the dev server, so like we just didn't have to worry about it. But I remember that being a big deal. People had to remember to log out, or else they would have problems. Hmm. And I just, I don't remember if that is still the case or or not. Yeah, shit, I hope it's not. I hope, I hope that there aren't just terrible things that I'm not aware of that are still there from some ill-advised thing in the past. I feel like people complain when there are annoying things and like, although maybe people are so accustomed to complaining about fucking everything that they don't even bother to differentiate between things that are actually bad and just things that they think are bad. Fucking people. Jesus. (laughs) People, wait, wait. Man. Are people bad? Yeah. Or do you just think people are bad? No, I probably just think people are bad. I, I just <laughs> complain about the good ones. I've complained about the good ones so much that I don't even bother complaining about the bad ones. I see. Um, I did not feel like logging out was one important. of the nine most important features, and there was room for nine icons there. <laughs> so, sorry. I mean, it. it's possible that one of those things should just be turned into a hamburger menu, even though even though Chris always links to uh, discussions about why the hamburger menu is the worst thing in the world and should go away. The hamburger, hamburger menu? Yeah. It's like when there is a little... Uh, I think it's some default iOS icon that's just three little what? bars, and you hit it and it opens a sub-menu. Oh, I see. Like, it's a way of hiding more icons than fit in an icon menu in an icon menu. So I could see doing that and having a little thing that pops in like the chat does or, or, you know, with just a few other optional things in it. Figure out whichever is the least used thing in the current mobile interface. Drop that into the into the hamburger and put a log out in there. I just it's not a feature that I thought anyone cared about. Yeah. I mean, and a handful of, and a handful of people have mentioned it. But like this is one of the first times it's been drawn to my attention. Does logging out do anything that just closing the tab or shutting your phone off doesn't do that was that was my question as well because there was a time when i felt like it did but i don't maybe i'm wrong i don't think it does i mean it it actually destroys the session so like if you were to hit back you wouldn't be logged in anymore whereas like you know especially if you leave the chat open you can have a login session that's days old well Well, we can you you know you can have one that's hours old um yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, logging out doesn't do anything except reassure people that they're not logged in anymore, mm. which I guess that's important. I mean, that's the thing. People get to decide whether it's important to them or not, right? <laughs> like, it's not. It... That's true. Uh, Glebe says, so Thor's pliers with the class revamps, most classes now have a specific type of weapons, clubs, knives, utensils, accordions, etc. So anyone who wanted to make use of the pliers had to forego some of their classes abilities. Thoughts on this? Less likely to make a weapon item in the month. I mean, we're less likely to make gear items of the month anyway, and weapons are harder. I declare 2015 the year of the familiar. <laughs> okay. The year 12 of familiars. Familiar. Ah, okay. So we'll do, we'll do like six familiars and six other things. Yeah. 12 familiars and 12 other things. No. 2015 is the year of two items of the month. Oh, God. The item of the every two weeks. That would not be a good time. 
P.S. says Gleebs, you should really get started on that Spelunky familiar soon. Oh, I'm it's it's working on itself in my little head. <laughs> I've been talking to I've been talking to C.D. Moyer about the technical constraints of making a platformer that runs in KOL's engine. Oh no, my god! Not I'm not really doing that. I'm really not doing that. Highbulb says considering the functionality of the pool skimmer, which allows you to acquire items from other players, is it perhaps time to reconsider the ban on PvPing for items in Ronin and Hardcore? No. What? No. <laughs> not even a little bit, because. PvP is accessible in all paths and not just the one path where we decided to experiment with this weird thing. Also, we have control over which things yep. you get out of it. So no. We would have to, to fundamentally change how stealing stuff in PvP works if we were going to do that. Riforama says, The idea of Bad Moon becoming more like a challenge path got me thinking about a couple things. Could we have some, yeah, some future challenge paths drop a piece of path-themed outfit? I don't mean things with brimstone power. More like going through a challenge path a few times, thus earning a new outfit, gets you an opportunity to get some funny shit when you trigger treat. Also, it reminded me that I'm currently in Kitty Core and that Kitty Core is giving me a case of the achy bunghole. Just saying. Well, you know, the new White Citadel quest has a, has a cool fix for that. <laughs> if, if you want it. Yeah, it outfits are one of those things that are a bunch of work, and so we tend to not want to do them, or we want to do them sparingly. I wonder if you could just take our game and look at the number of various things that exist and determine which things we which we things do are hard to do and do. which things are easy to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, Baron von Bick Penlord says, regarding the possibility of beating up other adventurers to get through the naughty sorceress's gates, I would pay ten bucks to enter my name as a random possible name of, for an adventurer for others to confront. Just saying. There's a lot of just sands. Uh, Bill the Panther says, I just spent a bunch of turns doing funny odd jobs instead of losing any turns to roll over. Thanks for the cool content. Well, thanks for saying so, Bill the Panther. Hardly anybody's talking about that. A lot of people are doing it. Tens of thousands of... Tens of thousands of... Turns spent. Turns spent. No, well, tens of thousands of tens of turns. Tens of thousands of... of Tens of thousands of tens or threes of turns. Tens or threes. (laughs) So somewhere between threes of thousands and tens of thousands... Threes of tens. Threes of tens of thousands. thousands. Somewhere between threes of tens of thousands and tens of tens of thousands of turns. (laughs) So let's say seventies thousands of turns. (laughs) That seventies thousands. Mm, That seventies thousands shows. It's it's super sci-fi. Like nothing is even recognizable because everyone's just in a space lizard hollow computer. (laughs) Oh man. What does it even mean for the camera to be spinning around insinuating that they're all high? <laughs> like they can just press a switch. They can turn on the they can turn on the that 70s show emulator. Simulator. Yeah, they just set a flag to high. <laughs> uh mm-mm. Glad Mallet says, with talk of the level 13 revamp and changing the way tower monsters work, are you planning to change what the actual monsters are? I'm all for mechanical improvements, but I never get tired of the pun involved in defeating the vicious easel, and I don't want to see it go away. All of those monsters will go, you know, into maybe all of those monsters will go into monsters, monsters will go into uh, Fernsworthy's basement. Hmm. Okay. As ones where you just have to go get the item, and it's annoying. <laughs> Like, basically, all right, this is the step where you're blocked for 10 seconds while you look at the wiki and then go to the mall. <laughs> Gray Malkin says, hey, Jake Co., regarding pigifying the black cat, sure, it compromises the difficulty of the original Bad Moon unlock, but what really sucks about it is the many community-run black cat contests. With no way to enforce a no-pigs rule, <laughs> and with uh, millions of meat at stake, these will effectively become the no-familiar contest with lack of traumatizing excitement of the kitty. Uh, even some mark on the ascension history, if you break the crystal with piggy as the highest percent used, or piggy visible in your profile with some pigs active, would fix this. Alternatively, a new black pig familiar. See, thanks for listening. See. I said C because they typed C colon as a right-facing smiley. I see. As they were trying to, they were trying to tell me where something is on my hard drive. <laughs> I like the idea of a uh, of a black pig familiar. If you have the black cat, but this is a lot of work uh, for. Yeah, dubious. I didn't realize that was a thing that people still did a lot of. And uh, thanks for bringing it to my attention. I mean. Black cats, man. That people love them. Yeah, that's actually yeah. not true. Black cats apparently are like not the not favored in the real world. We have two black cats at our house. Uh, well, no, we don't. Oh, right. I mean, we only have one landlord who's probably listening. <laughs> also, my cat is a tortoise shell. Yeah, exactly. Um, but she's primarily black. Mm. Mm. What? 
If you ask most people who've met my cat once what color my cat is, they would say black. I would bet. You? They wouldn't say tortoiseshell because they don't know. They okay. don't know what that is. They don't know that their tortoiseshells are rare and overwhelmingly female. They don't know that. Tortoiseshells are also not cats. That's true. They're not even alive. They're just like a keratinous outer layer on a turtle. Yep. Sevalt says, not really a question, but I'm a former old player, a former player, former player, but podcast devotee who came back just to check out the odd jobs board. And I love it. Makes me way more likely to log in on a regular basis, knowing that I can blow all my turns in a minute if I don't feel like working on quests or leveling. Hooray for casual player content. Well, awesome. That is, uh, there are probably four or five people represented by the one of you that came in and actually said something about that. Sevalt. Mm So thanks for maybe, maybe the next time we send out. Here's what all you missed bulletins on the email. We should highlight that. Oh, it will. That gets constantly updated because there is a message on the main page that gets bigger and bigger and bigger until Mr. Skullhead edits it. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, the stuff that so he updates it with stuff that has happened in the previous month, right? So as of now, the comeback message should talk about the odd jobs board. So people who people who get that message as of now, when their expiry goes to six months, will find out. Uh, Lieutenant Joe says, hey, guys, when you were talking about having a raffle item that had the potential to drop an old item of the month, for some reason, I balked at the idea. The fact that they are obtainable for a limited time feels important for some reason. Them dropping something like ultra rares or rare old event items and other oddities, uh, unearthed volcanic meteoroids, etc., seems better to me. Cheers, Joe. OK, thanks for thanks for weighing in that little unease um huh saint intergalactic says on the twitch stream you rebuffed my claim that abraham lincoln from the planet of the apes remake made sense i will now try to give you an unasked for explanation so the means of time travel in the film was a temporal rift of some kind in the beginning of the movie we see two things enter it first the ape then mark Wahlberg. we can assume that the larger ship entered after them judging by events later in the film now when these three things exited the rift in the future it was in reverse order the larger ship landed on the planet long before Wahlberg and he before the ape from this we have to assume that the rift is centered in a single temporal location and that the further away you enter the rift from this center you exit equally further away on the other end of the timeline. We have to assume that General Thade, the antagonist from the movie, somehow managed to follow Wahlberg into the rift, but in doing so, he arrived before them. How he did this is up for debate. Personally, I believe he repaired Wahlberg's pod somehow, but I digress. So Thade arrived earlier and then became the ape's version of Abraham Lincoln. I hope this clears that up. You're welcome. Okay, so Thade Thade was there. So your idea is that Thade landed there, became Abraham Lincoln in in an ape culture that had not had an Abraham Lincoln because they had came from our reality and knew about Abraham Lincoln. Uh, Also, that movie is terrible. I cannot believe somebody (laughs) watched it carefully enough to even understand as much as Saint. Watch the new, the news, the new ones. They are so good. And that one is so bad. (laughs) Have you seen the newest one? I haven't. I did not. I, I intended to while it was still in theaters, but I never made it. Okay, you should. You should check it out. It's good. yeah. No, I'd. I'd like to. It's because uh, I liked. The, I liked D- Rise. Is yeah. it Rise and Rise then and Dawn? Then Dawn okay, or or maybe it's Dawn and then Rise. Fuck, I don't remember. What was I forget who it was that made that joke that like that's one of the rare movies that is the name of its own porn parody. <laughs> Like it's just a girl named Dawn. Dawn. Yeah. Yeah. That's Uh, that's funny. Glebe says when you make the hot elemental airport zone, will we finally see the perpetually backburnered Inferno disco? Yeah, I believe that I believe that the hot uh, elemental plane will take you to that 70s volcano, which is the home. Mm -hmm. Long, long hypothesized content area. Yep. Um the Amazing Mr. Toothpaste says, is the next Avatar challenge path going to be the Avatar of Polly Shore? I sure hope so. <laughs> that is a surprisingly shallow vein to try to mine <laughs> for for anything that's actually good. I mean, it could just um, be a completely normal ascension, but every now and then it says, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> 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 it's, so, Anytime you change, you're familiar. I thought hey. I was so excited about the skeletons because, I mean, they were skeletons, but like, I was so happy to be able to finally do my joke where Polly Shore was a character class. But then when I actually had to write all of this stuff, I was like, fuck, man, this guy has like three things about him and that's it. 
<laughs> like, uh, you know, you just, you can wheeze the juice and it's funny. Uh, like, and I don't, I don't, I like Polly Shore is the thing. Like, I think that, I think that he's one of those people who is, is, is hated on kind of unfairly. Yeah. Malign. That's, he's, un, he's unfairly maligned, right? Like, I think he's, I would like to have a beer with Polly Shore. People, people, it's not even necessarily that I see that much value in the stuff that he's done or, or that much like innovation or whatever. It's that people talk about him the same way that they talk about Tom Green. And I know for a fucking fact that they're wrong about Tom Green. So I just assume that when they say the same things about anybody else, that they're, it's like, it's like your feelings about Andrew WK. Oh, God. Again, just sure he's fine. It's like how some people feel about Cornmo. Anyway, uh, Solvay Omna says, and I, this is a good question. I've oh, been thinking, I've question. been thinking about this a lot. Uh, I've heard you, t- uh, I've heard you talking about the revamp for the Naughty Sorcerer's Tower, and I have to say, I don't really like the tower. The reason is, nobody would ever build that thing to keep anybody out. Just doesn't make any sense. Even in the last podcast, why would the Naughty Sorcerer's only let the fastest adventurer inside? Wouldn't that be the exact opposite of what she wants? Why would she want anybody in there at all? Well, I figured out a way to, I figured out a way to justify that. Uh, why wouldn't I be fighting her guards, some of whom I'm fast enough to get past without fighting? And the keys, who would have, who would have ghostly versions of dead heroes that would give a thing to literally anyone who can answer a riddle? How is that a security system? And why hasn't she fired those three other dudes and their zombie buddy who always tell people how to get through that one door? The shadow is great, tower monsters are great, but the other stuff just isn't a way to keep anybody out of a place. What I really liked was the bugbear mothership. It had a real sense of being somewhere I wasn't supposed to be, and I was there on account of being an incredibly clever badass. It was sweet. You know what else is sweet? Heavy rains. Keep up the sweet work. So I I actually agree. I think that the Bugbear Mothership was way, way better than the tower. I have never liked the tower. It never occurred to me to not like it for that reason. But <laughs> th- I think they're part and parcel of the same problem, which is that it was designed as a weird series of puzzles that tried to incorporate everything from previous parts of the game. Plus a hedge maze. As opposed to like, yeah, plus a hedge maze. The hedge maze kind of makes some sense too, I guess, as I'm... <sighs> I mean, but part of it is like, this is also the reason that you get to the, the nemesis or to it, to a nemesis and they will explain their evil plans to you. Like they want an audience. They want somebody to be able to come up there and then to defeat them utterly. I mean, it would be trivial to just write into the, the text when you actually encounter her, like she having a plan to sacrifice you on yeah. some altar or something, which we don't, but we could. Cause it, and that would back justify it being easy to get into. She is totally invincible except for the one item that she does not expect you to have. Right. Like, yeah, that needs to change too, though. Oh no. Yeah. I don't like that anymore. Uh, that's, that's, it's got the exact same problem, man. And no, it's got, nah, it's, uh, man, man, it's not that good. That isn't what anybody likes about the sorceress. I just like, I like that idea as a way to defeat a boss. <laughs> sure. But the acquisition of it at least needs to be different, right? Okay. That, that I can agree with. Right. Because it's, go it's to these pretty random obscure. Places. No, it's absolutely obscure. Like, Especially now that we have so many more zones that those letters might be in. Yep. Jack B. Nimble says, greetings, shark chums. I'm a bit late to the game uh, coming in at the tail end of a challenge path, but is there any reason the pulled taffies didn't get their combat use in heavy rains? We may not be underwater, but a fully submerged skeleton sounds as vulnerable to an Octomom as a sea skeleton, but it's freshwater. It, yeah, it's we go out of our way to explain that it's freshwater so that people don't expect all of the sea stuff to work. Doesn't, doesn't work, though. Also, was there ever any talk of subsuming the kingdom entirely in the rains? I can imagine some Noah's Ark, Susie's cape-shaked ark, cape, cake... Cake-shaped arc? Cake-shaped arc? (laughs) Territory or mountaintop islands a la Zelda Wind Waker. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's try to make a game as good as Wind Waker. Then we can make a game about trains. (laughs) There were a lot of good things about Wind Waker. I don't want to get on the wrong side of another fucking Yoshi's Island debate. But, like, man, the fact that everything was really far apart on a bunch of disparate islands and you had to spend a bunch of boring time doing boring sailing, not one of that game's strengths. Anyway... Great work as ever, and I'm excited as hell for my first Twitch event tomorrow. Cheers, JBN. Well, cool. I hope that you enjoyed it. was a question from the past. It was from the past, yeah. I guess the questions all have to be from the past. Because <laughs> questions from the future, we wouldn't be able to answer. <laughs> How are you enjoying your lizard software? <laughs> it's great, thanks. 
Griffin P says, just thought I'd chime in on one of Jick's recurring dilemmas. Personally, the level 12 quest as it stands now is one of my favorite quests in the game because it involves utilizing a myriad of different systems, some of which are almost totally unused in the core ascension path outside of that quest. By comparison, the level 13 quest is one of my least favorite because after ascending 11 plus times and knowing all the puzzles, it's just 20 or so fetch quests. So I at least would definitely support revamping 13 before 12, even if it makes it harder and or longer. Yeah, I'm pretty much decided that that's what I'm going to do. The the war revamp is going to end up being a three or four month process. I can just tell. I can just tell that it's one of those things like Spooky Raven was, which I guess only took a couple months, but hmm. I don't actually know. I don't know how long the Spooky Raven revamp took between when I started working on it and when it rolled, but it was it was probably a couple months at least. Uh, Narrow May Cry says, Hello, I played KOL for around seven months now. I'd like to thank you guys for making such a great game and community. Listening to the discussions about game making have inspired me to make my own indie game and making, uh, no, my own indie game making group, which now consists of me on art, design, and marketing, and another guy on art, another on sound. Hope you don't mind us using the idea of science wizards as our name. I can have it changed if you wish. Oh, come on. I hope seeing the level 12 quest be more fun so I can start playing again, uh, as it was just enough to make me feel sort of meh about the game. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that's one one person came here to praise the level 12 quest and then was immediately, I guess, preceded by someone who came to bury it. Uh, have a great time working with KOL. I wonder if this is too long to read on radio. Sorry, I have to link this sort of high. That's yeah, fine. Um, I do think that that spend 10 turns to kill 10 guys is a thing that would make a lot of the people. I think a lot of the people who complain about the level 12 quest and a lot of the people that complain about the level 11 quest don't understand that serious players do both of those quests in one day's worth of turns hmm. like and just think fucking a thousand turns like yeah. fuck you yeah right and so like the messaging needs to telegraphing, be telegraphing telegraphing that that is a thing that you can do faster would be good yep i definitely i can definitely agree that i mean we definitely say it in places but we say all kinds of shit <laughs> and nobody can tell which things are important and which things are dumb jokes and that's <laughs> just one of our problems Diaz says, gentlemen and riff, ha oh, sick burn. <laughs> uh, the new odd jobs board is awesome. Big fan of the initial implementation. I'm guessing the next version of this is the actual character of odd jobs from James Bond giving you these options. <laughs> no, we should have had like bowler sharpener as one of the jobs, though. That'd be kind of funny. It's not too late. Metal teeth. Polisher. Or maybe it is too late because if you add things now, it'll cause all kinds of problems. Right? No, it doesn't matter. It it'll change. Tomorrow. Each person, no, it'll change each person's current because they're randomized per player per job done oh, okay. at this point. So I'm guessing that n almost no one would even notice. They might start one job if they if they've loaded the page. Yep. We change it. They submit one of the jobs. They will actually be submitting a different job. Right. So they might not get the specific thing that they want if that is a thing that happens. Uh, Elfin says, you seem to have figured this out by the time you're reading this, but, and then he says, start by killing the fastest guy in the world, then the second fastest guy, and then repeat until you're the fastest guy. But the problem with that is that it's, that's not how drama works. <laughs> um. Oh no, another putt says, have you considered putting a mailbox at the campsite where you could change your correspondence? No. I that's like, done through the, that's currently done through the, the Eudora tab menu. in the options menu. Yeah. Which is how it should be. Um. Florin says we require like let's let's say a 12 year old starts playing this game there are so many things that they're gonna have to learn about that have no real bearing on their life well, if they want to understand the joke yeah i mean but if that's if they if they want to plumb the depths of this to really understand it there's a lot there's a lot of stuff they're gonna have to learn about but that is how i know almost everything that i know is by encountering jokes that i didn't understand as a kid so, sorry, almost everything that I know about popular culture, at least from before I was born, comes from seeing jokes and then asking older people what that joke meant and then finding out about things. So that relies on being around people who understand jokes. Well, or the Internet, right? I mean, the that's the thing. The Internet doesn't if understand the, jokes. The Internet, but people, the Internet is filled with old people who understand jokes. The I Internet see. is made by old people like us. I see. Florin says... Uh, hey, Jick, do you know what else has your spit on it and everything else that's been in the air in the last five minutes besides a camelback hose? Your tongue. You're welcome. <laughs> well, great. Now you're going to be sitting there talking like this. Yeah. Forever. I mean, that's why, like, I try. 
I try not to because I know that it's dumb and it doesn't actually accomplish anything. But like there have been periods of time where I was like, you know what I need right now? Some fucking Listerine all the time, yeah. just over and over and over again, all the time. Just never stop. Just constant, just a hip flask full of Listerine. Chemu says, how is progress on the level 12 and 13 quest revamps going? Doing a lot of Bad drinking. <laughs> uh, not working on that yet. Uh, do you want to go get some food? I do. So do I. I do. Yay. Uh, listeners, uh, stay tuned. This makes no sense at all. Stay tuned for Video Games Hot Dog, a podcast that we're going to record that will then be put up in a completely different place yep. than you're listening to this now. Although, they're both in your ears, I guess. So, if you queue up your podcasts the way that Hot Stuff does, and you happen to always queue up oh, yeah. subsequent Video Games Hot Dog episodes after these KOL podcast episodes, then stay tuned for Video Games Hot Dog. I've been publishing them fairly close together recently. Right. Both on Thursday, when I can. So, maybe, maybe stay tuned for Video Games Hot Dog. Otherwise, you know, we'll see you next time on the KOL podcast yeah. that we do next. Have a great week, everybody. See ya. I really need... I really need some sort of sign-off phrase oh, no. for the KOL podcast. No. no. Don't. <laughs> I bet I can come up with something. <laughs> no. I disagree.